Welcome to the Cut It Straight Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Whitley. Cut It Straight is a podcast helping you pursue excellence in your preaching and ministry. In today's episode, I want to introduce you to myself and give you the reason why I started the Cut It Straight Podcast. I hope you enjoy Welcome to the Cut It Straight Podcast, Episode 1. I'm your host, Nate Whitley. I want to introduce you to myself today and then introduce you to the Cut It Straight Podcast. We're going to get right into our first lesson. I've been in ministry now for 12 years. I began ministry uh, working with youth in my home church. Then I went and traveled as an evangelist for a little while. Then I went and did an internship in Medora, Indiana, with Pastor Tim Gill and Bishop M.L. Walls. I then moved to Potts Camp, Mississippi, and worked with uh, Pastor John Voskis and Bishop Steve Wilson. From there, I traveled full-time as an evangelist uh, for three years uh, throughout the South and the Midwest. And then in 2010, I got married to Ashley McCool. We came on staff here at her church, Uh, Her grandfather, Bishop Billy McCool, founded the church. Uh, Her pastor, I'm sorry, her father, Pastor Mark McCool, uh, is the senior pastor. Uh, They asked us to come and be associate pastor and to teach in our Christian school. Uh, I teach uh, Bible class to uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers every week. On Fridays, I preach our uh, Elevate Student Chapel, which has kindergartners all the way through 12th grade. Uh, We've taught multitudes of home Bible studies, discipleship courses, uh, along with preaching and teaching uh, there at our church. So I've been in uh, different areas of ministry, of preaching and teaching for 12 years. Uh, But over the last uh, several weeks and months, I've had a burden for uh, our young preachers in our assembly. I thought it'd be a good opportunity to start working with them, training and equipping. I've had great men great men of God, great preachers, great teachers, uh, to pour into me and impart into my life. And I know I wouldn't be where I am had it not been for them. I don't want to be a pond. I want to be uh, a river. I want to be uh, pouring into others as others have poured into me. Uh, and so I've been working with our young preachers at our church, and we uh, started to call it, uh, cut it straight. And I want to talk to you about Cutting it straight. What I mean with that, we're, we're going to get to that from 2 Timothy uh, 2.15. But I want us to realize that I'm not uh, some uh, body who's going to claim to be the uh, master of preaching and teaching and ministry. I'm, I've got a long way to go, so this is just as much for me as it is for others. Uh, I'm sharing with you what I have been taught, sharing with you what I've learned And hopefully I can keep you and keep others from making the same mistakes that I've made. So the Cut It Straight podcast is about helping you pursue excellence in your preaching and ministry. Where do we get Cut It Straight from? Well, let's read 2 Timothy 2.15. King James Version says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 
First and Second Timothy and Titus are known as the pastoral epistles. These are letters written by Paul to two of his protégés. Both of these young men, perhaps in their early 20s, uh, no later than their early 30s, had been left in charge of many works in Ephesus and in Crete, respectively. Paul's in prison when he writes these letters. Timothy and Titus are left in charge as overseers of these works. And so as you read First and Second Timothy and Titus, they are full of great information how we can become better preachers, better ministers, better men of God. They're full of great information, insight, wisdom, guidance from a man of God who believed in them, left them in charge, delegated his authority to help them help the churches in Ephesus and in Crete. And so when we read 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy, we find a young man who is meeting several challenges in Ephesus. In Ephesus at this time, this is the largest body of Christians in all of the world. It's not in Jerusalem. It's not in Rome. It's in, it's in Ephesus. And this young man is left in charge of all of these works. And no doubt he's fighting fear, feelings of worry, anxiousness. And Paul writes two letters to encourage his son in the faith. I thank God for men of God and preachers and pastors who have poured into my life and encouraged me when I felt fear and worry and I've, I've had to deal with bouts of anxiety. If you're in ministry, if you're a preacher, you're a teacher, you're a pastor, you're an evangelist, you're a Sunday school teacher, you're going to fight those feelings of fear, inadequacy, worry. And the challenges that you meet in ministry, you're going to need the guidance of an anointed man of God. And hopefully we all have a man of God that we are submitted to, that we're learning from. So Paul writes these letters to Timothy. And the work in, in Ephesus is a great work. But there's many challenges there as well. He had a great responsibility to Timothy. False doctrine was rampant. False teachers are everywhere. They're coming from within the church. Elders were unsure of Timothy's credentials and lack of experience. He had to deal with the care of the widows. There's questions about uh, women in ministry. Some were forsaking Paul and even the gospel of Jesus Christ. They were ashamed to be even associated with Paul. And for Paul, this letter was sent to encourage his son in the faith, a man of God, a young man of God. He wants him to be encouraged. He wants him to feel the presence of his support. And so when we read 2 Timothy chapter number 2, Paul gives Timothy several metaphors of what it looks like to be a man of God. In verse 3, he calls a man of God the good soldier. In verse 4, he's an athlete. In verse 6, he's a farmer. In verse 15, he's a worker. Paul wants to remind Timothy of the strenuous work of the man of God. There are victories to be won, a crown to be attained, a harvest to be brought in, and a wage to be earned. There's excellence to be pursued in ministry. And so when we get to verse 15, the King James Version says, Study. That word study in the Greek is spadazo. It carries the idea of having zealous persistence to accomplish a particular objective. 
The diligent believer, especially in this context, the diligent preacher, is to give maximum effort to impart God's truth as completely, as clearly, as he possibly can. He gives unreserved commitment to excellence in preaching and ministry. He is to rightly interpret Scripture. He is to rightly observe Scripture. He is to rightly preach Scripture. The man of God, whether you're a preacher, a teacher, a minister, a lay minister, the man of God is to be diligent in the study of God's Word. And then he says to present yourself. Show thyself approved unto God. This literally means to stand alongside of in the Greek. It's as if God is standing next to you and you're standing next to God, presenting yourself for inspection, to be approved by Him. Paul uses this word present in the Greek and other places uh, to reference uh, as a pre- presentation of a sacrifice, as in Romans 12 and 1, to present yourself as a living sacrifice. The man of God is to present his life and his ministry, his effort, his work as a living sacrifice. Ministry is sacrifice. Preaching is sacrifice. It involves all those things. But we are presenting it as one unto God. For what? His approval. Study to show thyself approved unto God. We want God's approval. If you are in ministry to have the approval of man, to have the approval of of others, to have the approval of people in your church, you're going to find yourself really lacking. Because the, the opinions of people, the praise of people, is fleeting and fickle. They might like what you say this Sunday, and they might have a hard time with it next Sunday. Those who praise you this Sunday for your great sermon, your great lesson, might be the, the very ones who get on Facebook next Sunday talking about how bad you treated them. But if you realize that our ministry is to be approved by God, you'll realize that I have a purpose. I have a responsibility that my diligence in the study of God's Word and the preaching of God's Word, the interpretation of God's Word, the applying of God's Word, it has to meet God's approval. We need God's approval. We must hear Him say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Then He says, As one approved, as a workman, needing not to be ashamed. The imagery here is that of a workman. The metaphor, again, is the workman, the man of God, is a worker, a laborer. This word used as workman in the Greek is described as one that's skilled in a trade, as you'll find it in Acts 19.25. Ministry is not for the lazy or the lethargic. Ministry is not for procrastinators. Ministry is work. The man of God is a man of work. We are to be preachers of the word, but we are also to be laborers of the work. Listen, I don't check in and check out of being a pastor. You don't check in and check out of being a preacher. You are a preacher. You're a pastor. You're a man of God. You're a minister. You're a Sunday school teacher 24-7. We never check out of that. 
It's work. It's real work. It's a sacrifice. But it's a work that is greatly fulfilling because we are those who are working on behalf of Jesus Christ. But now, I want to get to the last part of this, and I want you to understand why we call this podcast Cut It Straight. He says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The man of God is to be a faithful teacher and preacher of God's word. And how we do that is rightly handling Scripture. That phrase, rightly handling or rightly dividing or handling accurately in the Greek, means to cut it straight. It was used of a craftsman cutting a straight line, a farmer plowing a straight furrow, a mason setting a straight line of bricks, or a a workman building a straight road. Metaphorically speaking, it was used of carefully performing, performing any task. Because Paul was a tent maker by trade, according to Acts 18 and 3, he may have had this in mind when he's trying to tell Timothy that if you're going to be a man of God, if you're going to be a preacher, you're going to be a teacher, you must rightly divide. You must cut it straight. You must rightly divide, rightly interpret, rightly preach. You must, what you're living out must be done correctly. And let me say this, there's an incorrect way of doing it. And we'll talk about that in other episodes. But the man of God is to cut it straight. The preacher, the teacher, the Sunday school teacher, the layman, is to cut it straight in the study, in the pulpit, and most importantly, in his life. We are to cut it straight. We are to rightly handle and interpret God's Word. Excellence in ministry, public ministry, behind a pulpit, on a platform, in a classroom, begins in study. It begins in the diligent pursuit of excellence in the study of God's Word. I'm not leaving out prayer. We're going to talk about prayer in further episodes. Prayer is a vital part of our study of God's Word and preaching God's Word. But prayer does not replace diligence in the study. If we're going to rightly preach God's Word, we must rightly study God's Word. Excellence in preaching and teaching has its seedbed in being diligent in God's study. In the study of God's Word, observing, interpreting, applying, preaching. And he says this, the Word of Truth. This refers to the message of the Gospel. God's revealed revelation from from Genesis to Revelation. We're to rightly handle that from Genesis to Revelation. Everything you preach and teach, whether it's behind a pulpit or it's next to a hospital bed, we must rightly interpret Scripture. People's lives are at stake. Their souls are at stake. And the approval of God is what we're going to have to have. If we're going to have that, we must be those who are diligent in the study of God's Word. We must cut it straight. Thanks for tuning in to the Cut It Straight podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. For more information and blog posts, go to my website, nswhitley.com. Follow me on Twitter at nswhitley.com. 
and be sure to like and share my page on Facebook.